Function fabulous plural schedule consistent. Oh, great and powerful pod god. How do we make our podcast more interesting to the people? How do we get our statements and our ideas and our entertainment out to other people? How do we do it, pod god? It's a mystery to me, man. Welcome to the Lunch Crew Gaming Podcast, found on the web at www.lunchcrew.org and wherever fine podcasts are streamed. Now, Toaster Friendly. Hey, welcome back to Season 2 of the Lunch Crew Gaming Podcast. Uh, with me is Ken and Brandon. Uh, somehow, they didn't run away in our off time. Thank you for sticking with us. Uh, we have done a little bit of a change in format as we grow and get older. And grow hair out of our ears and uh so you're just now growing hair out of your ears more okay more <laughs> hair out of our ears uh you know um so anyway yeah we we've decided that we're going to change up the format a little bit and then of course you know post the intro uh this is usually where we do the 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 news and whatnot but we've decided since we're so topical we're so 15 minutes into the future that we're just not going to really focus on that right now and just give it a podcast that you can play at any given time. So right now, what uh, what I've decided to do, since I'm the script writer, <laughs> uh, what I've decided to do, and we'll see if this works, but is to have a little little intro bit that talks about us and and whatnot. Basically, a little snippet into what makes us us. So you as the listener can figure out which one of us represents you. So uh, the first little bit is we're going to talk about Gaming music, which we've talked about previously, and that's something we've asked uh, all our guests, you know, about gaming music. But we're going to talk about specific types of gaming music that have been covered by other artists and our uh, music that we enjoy, not just because it's game music, but it's also because it's been it's covered in specific ways. Now, when I when I gave everybody homework, uh, I also asked our editor Wesley to uh, to jump into, and and we'll we'll give you his and his uh, reasoning at the end here. But uh, Ken, when I asked you, yeah. what was your reaction? Oh crap! I don't really pay that much attention to music and video games, which is interesting because of of the three of us, you're the biggest audiophile. Because right, aren't you the one with like the mixer and everything? Uh, yeah, but I don't listen to music on it. I try and uh, edit down audio and stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I try and do things like try my hand at making podcasts. And uh -huh, uh -huh. How's that going for you? Uh, I don't know. It's all right. Yeah. Okay. You know, one of these <laughs> days we probably should sit down and uh, make one. That'd be pretty cool. I think I think we'd have at least a couple listeners. So, uh, Ken, yeah, what, I think they were pretty good at talking. We, we could probably we could, come yeah, up with something. something. Yeah, because this whole. So, what was the song you decided to go with? The the original song. The uh, so the, the the one I came up with as this is a song I could actually sit around and like listen to casually that I thought was good is actually a weirdly attributed uh, remix of the uh, Ultima's franchise Stones um, by a guy named Boa Dragon. So, but it, it's a, it's overly sampled. It's hilarious. Um, it, it's. It's one of those weird things that, like, because uh, the homework assignment was, hey, find a YouTube video so we can link to it. And, like, this song is so old, I think, I'm pretty sure it predated YouTube. And, uh, you know, so, like, just, it was so underrated. And it's actually uh, on some of my early nerdcore, uh, you know, self-album CDs that I would make, I would actually, like, put this song on there. Now, now, would you define what nerdcore is for some of our listeners that may actually be older than us? So, in short, <laughs> it is... 
a bunch of gamers that said, hey, we want to rap about gaming. That's pretty much it. Oh, like uh, uh, Fets Vet. Yeah, like uh, uh, as a uh, friend of mine once put it, Mick Chris. Yes, um, MC Chris. Because she wanted to go to the Mick Chris concert. <laughs> and uh, uh, But yeah, MC Frontalot, MC Chris, who are basically all the, uh, in practice now is like, those fandom bands that like play convention, like gaming conventions and, and stuff like that. That that would all kind of fall into under a like a nerdcore type uh, thing now. Uh, nerdcore specifically more kind of more rap style. So wait, wouldn't that's okay? And then there's a subset called chip tunes, which make music using music stylings from the Nintendo Entertainment yeah, System you, and, and yeah, or or like old like ad lib sound blasters. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Which actually. That's funny. We'll we'll hit that when you go into mine. But uh, so yours is from uh, Ultima, the Ultima games. Yes, yes, sir. And uh, I, you like it because it reminds you of your history. And uh, my reaction to it is, is yeah, yeah, it's it's a pretty funny uh, thing. With uh, those samples are directly from the game, right? Yeah. So the samples are actually from Ultima Eight, and uh, you know this is a game that was released in what ninety five or something like that. So the fact that they had vocal samples is actually pretty novel at the time, but it's just one of those things that turned into a thing. And if you play the games, you know, there were personalities with the computer and it was, yeah, so it's, it's very tongue in cheek versus like a very serious version of what most people do when they cover the song, which is like very like somber or like, I'm going to play it on a hammer dosimir or, you know, that kind of stuff. Very cool. Very cool. Now mine is also from uh, the middle to early 90s it's uh from uh the i think it's either uh secret of monkey island 2 or the first secret of monkey island uh lechuk's revenge which is the second one or just plain it is uh, lechuk's theme remixed from ocremix.org uh, which is a great website if you have music that you like and you want to hear it updated or something like that you go there and you can hear you know, anywhere from doom e1 m1s uh entry track remixed and whatever all the way to uh pac-man you know and everything in between you know there's a lot of stuff out there and a lot of talented artists but this one is lechuk's theme song and um it actually has a chiptune breakdown uh in the middle of it you got you got a trombone you've got uh, all sorts of it's just a really cool song and um it evokes to me this feeling i had when i first had i think it was four bit sound or something like that where you could actually hear more than one note at a time and it was it was just absolutely amazing and the secret of monkey island was one of my favorites and the music and everything was just the whole process of having a theme song while you're playing that seemed to react to what you're doing you know lucasarts uh was the company that did it and they had this whole idea of seamlessly making a soundtrack as so it, it really enjoyed it that's that's what that is and then and of course i told you what it's from and it's again memories of being a kid but updated to modern day you know you could actually hear you could actually plausibly think of seeing this performed live uh up to and including the chiptune part and, and if you don't know what chiptunes are listen to the song and you'll hear the you'll hear the bit and it breaks down so what do you guys think yeah, it, it, it's it's very chiptune like you said and uh I was I was tempted because when I was looking through doing the homework, I was like, oh, there's some like really good versions of, you know, the various themes from Monkey Island and stuff like that. I'm like, eh, nah, that, that, you know, I won't do that. I'll, I'll kind of stick with like an old love. Um, so I wasn't really surprised you pick a Monkey Island because we we all know that you love uh, older LucasArts games. And there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. That's solid. OK, because because you're scummy. 
Yeah, that's right. Um, that's <laughs> uh, program note. Scum is S C U M M. Uh, I can't remember what it stands for, but that was the tool they used to write most of their games. A modern interpretation would be something like Telltale when they did their their games. Yep, it'd be equivalent of like their game engine that they ran. Mm-hmm. Yep, and it allowed uh, older games. And what it's just it's just pretty cool. They they made a framework that everything worked into, and it's actually one of the things that allowed them to keep their games alive. Brandon, what did you think of it? What did I think of what? My song. Your song? The one that I posted, yeah. I didn't listen to it. All right. So let's talk about yours, Brandon. Okay. What about it? All right. Uh, now we'll go to Wes's. And No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> now, you took a more modern song. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, because it is a song that I listen to actually a lot. And I have probably about 12 different versions of that song, in excluding the instrumentals. I, I love that song. I don't know. There's something about it. Um, it's, uh, what is it, uh, Short Change Hero by The Heavy. Mm-hmm. That's the original. Um, came on uh, Borderlands 1 and 2, I believe. But I do know it was in Borderlands 2. Um, and it's the theme, theme song for that. Um, it's also on a TV show called Straight Back, which is a really good TV show. We have talked about that, yeah. This And this is a great cover, by the way. This is this one's going into my, uh, into my uh, rotation. I'm glad you shared it with us, because it is really good. Oh, yeah, yeah. She does a fantastic job. Um, certainly better than... Um, <laughs> I, have a, I have a mariachi band version, which... Whoa, 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 whoa. There's nothing wrong with... Is it really bad? Is it a really Oh, bad? It's, it's horrendous. You're going to have to share it. Surprisingly, um, I don't know. What's the name of the band? Um, well, the mariachi band, I don't know. But just do um, Short Change Hero mariachi mix. Mariachi band, yeah. Well, I've, there's, I could spend the next 30 minutes looking at all these. Uh, but anyway, yeah, thank you. So that's 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 excellent. That's uh, And by the way, uh, I have played Borderlands 3, and it starts with another heavy song. Oh, okay. It um, is very is it good? good. I um, like it. Well, it's, it's, I like, well, of course, I'm also a sucker for the heavy as well. So, um, yeah, I like it. Some people are kind of iffy on it, but they're like, you know, the more you listen to the heavy, the more you like them. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's probably why I have 37 versions of one. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because of the Borderlands, I can, I can only listen to uh, their music while listening to somebody who talks like this in, in the background, because that's how they do it. He's the narrator, Marcus. So anyway, now, uh, Wes, our editor, uh, he was very excited about this and posted probably five or six dozen different links, one of which uh, is is a great one that he discovered uh, for uh, the band Psychonauts, which we'll, we'll put a link also down below, um, which Ken and I both went, but that's not one that we knew of before he found it um and so it it uh so we'll share that with you it's the video itself is a lot of fun the guy who put it together he you know he's a single person and he did all the tracks and everything and it's pretty cool but the one wes found and the one that he really enjoys is actually a rendition of the gears of war uh theme song and um it's it's being played by a marching band now if you know wes wes arranges uh marching band music and uh he he works uh, very hard in doing that and it's it's one of his joys so here he has a video game that he has a long history of you know uh loving and then it's meshed with something that he himself really loves so it's taking two types of geek 
and putting it together. And it's just, he's thrilled. Uh, he says that he loves Gears, marching band and music in general. And they've always helped him out of a tight spot. Uh, ever since the game came out, he and he first heard the theme, uh, he would imagine how cool it would be to actually do a Gears of War marching band show versus generic stuff that he normally hears every high school and college band around him doing. Hearing it, he immediately goes into that zone that, you know, music arrangers go into to try to make it into a piece for a marching band and and what kind of formation he could do on the field. And it brings him back to, well, 10 years ago when he was actually on the field as a performer. And uh, yeah, he really enjoys that. So this that's where his piece comes from. And uh, if any of you who are listening have ever been to a high school marching band show, uh, the recording that he found is an absolute spot on representation of what it's like to actually be at a uh, uh, marching band show. So with the wind and the people talking around you and yeah, it's pretty cool. And the, the band that he found is actually pretty good for a high school marching band. So guys, uh, thank you for, for doing the homework and coming up and thank you for finding songs that, uh, uh, I, I really enjoy. Um, that's yeah. So what have you guys been playing in this time off? You really want to know? Yes. World of Warcraft. Okay. Classic, uh, classic or classic? classic. Yes. And you didn't let me know why? Because, honestly, I didn't want to play with you. <laughs> Uh-oh. You have this wonderful um, ability to... <laughs> suck the fun out of everything. Well, I was going to say suck the joy out of grinding. <laughs> yeah, suck okay. the joy okay. out of grinding? All right, you're going to have to explain that grinding. statement. That's, that's a great statement. What does that mean? You have a short attention span. Like, I might... Like right now, I might spend an hour just running around one zone looking for one thing, and I'll be fine with that. Yep. You can't do that. Nope. You're absolutely right. So, no, I didn't. I didn't necessarily want to share that with. You. <laughs> That's okay. I wasn't going to get it anyway. But I, I, I find that very amusing and not insulting in the least. So uh, you're gonna have to try harder next time, Brandon. No, I, I understand where you're coming from, and. Uh, yeah, that's why I am more happy to look fondly back upon World of Warcraft than actually being there playing by your side. Now, it would be cool if, to if I had that ability to be able to, you know, grind with you. But uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm done with that. I put my time in. There you go. And and while classic is is class, it's they stripped away all of the all of the the hand holding and yep. it's basically back to this back to square one yep. it's it's really fun and challenge it's challenging it's it's certainly challenging but it's it's the original and my, i like my youngest uh oh and he plays and uh he and his friends have had uh, uh a lot of fun playing the the queue game waiting in queue Oh, <laughs> so they picked a they picked a pretty popular server. Uh, he was unaware they picked a streamer server. So oh, a streamer boy. server is a server designed for a PvP streamer server is designed for people who stream their playing with their friends. So of course it was really busy. And that's it. That's all you've played. Um, no, uh, I've played a couple of things that I can't really talk about. Um, right, right. Because of NDAs and various things, um, I finished Control. What do you I think would, of that? Honestly, I. I I didn't enjoy the ending. It just, I was like, oh, <laughs> that's how it ended for me. I'm like, oh. <laughs> you know, that is, uh, I never considered that. I, I finished it. I enjoyed it. And I walked away going, okay, I want more, which was great. But I didn't think about how I truly felt about the ending until I started getting other people's take on it. 
and their other their takes were like, really, what the hell is that ending? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wow, that makes a lot of sense. Now I'm gonna have to play because it. it is a, a, I mean, it's a good game. It is a fantastic game for ninety eight percent of it. Yeah, the ending was just like, oh. <laughs> but you know what? I mean, that's a traditional remedy game. Uh, Max Payne was like that. The ending was like, oh. Um, well, Max Payne's endings were were actually not terrible most of the time. Uh, yeah. Uh, then again, I might be looking back at just one. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and and here's the thing: and Alan Wake was not a happy ending. Any of the the great games, but not a happy ending. And uh, I can't think of the other one. That one just didn't do well. Uh, that was the one with the TV show associated with it. I, about. I can't think of it either. Quantum Break, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's actually the game, yeah. And uh, but control itself again, ninety-eight, and a, a game that is ninety-eight percent perfect is a fantastic game by any standard. The ending, I, 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 I will definitely play in the DLC when it comes out. In fact, I want it out now because, you know, the, the fake, the fake ending because there is one. Sorry, spoilers, but the fake ending just blew my mind i was like oh my god is this escalating it doesn't escalate from there it just kind of de-escalates yeah yeah i was like like, yeah the ending the ending set piece was just so disappointing you know but i really was invested in the story they were telling my wife watched me play and throughout the whole thing the two of us are arguing is this really happening or is this in her head is it is it really what's going is this is this arguing constantly about it we had so much fun the we, time i was like that was when uh when you found the the um cardboard cut out of the town i was like oh, oh this is all fake i'm like this is this is totally shit. oh and yeah <laughs> yeah honestly everybody i i think i think uh ending aside it's a th- it's a double thumbs up for me uh brandon like i said it's a really good game i enjoyed my time with the game it was just that the ending when i finished it i was just like really really that what <laughs> yeah it Totally feels like sequel bait. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, oh, okay. Then I'm like, oh, whatever. Um, but that's control. And, and Ken, you uh, absolutely should play it. Um, I do believe you'd enjoy it. Fortunately, I get mine for free. <laughs> yeah. It came with your uh, your card. That's right. I I have to say, I now have the Epic Games Launcher. Sorry. But I did get all the Batman games for free. free. Exactly. Yeah. You so have. I was like, ah! You have a price. We found what your price is. Mark Hamill being the Joker, done all over that. Yeah. Oh, Batsy. Yeah, exactly. With Kevin Conroy, I'm Batman. It's great. I I just you can't you can't even do that. Oh, I don't even know how to describe his voice. That 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 pudding voice, and not pudding, but pudding. You know, it's so smooth and so non. I'm gargling razor blades. Voice. It's it's yeah. It's awesome. Well, okay. Anything else? I mean, besides the stuff you can't talk about, uh, that would probably be, if I had to guess, and I'm not, you know, trying to push your NDA stuff, but for those who don't understand, uh, he's probably involved in some beta gaming, which allows him to test games and give feedback to developers, which I used to do a chunk of way back when. I do a lot of that. (laughs) Yep. Which is pretty cool. If I had to guess, I would guess it's probably some form of looter shooter. Well, I can talk about... uh, I mean, it could rhyme with... From Francie, maybe? Yeah, the, what is it? Uh, Breakpoint, I believe, is the new one yeah, that's coming out. The open beta. Yeah, the open beta was this past weekend, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that that's that's fine. I, I, that, honestly, I, I own already, um, and I wish I had not purchased it. 
Ah, the Far Cry effect. Okay. Um, not because no, I haven't I haven't played the final version yet. Um, but going through the alphas, the betas, and all that other stuff, I wish I had not purchased it. I, I don't think I will play that game for at least six months. Okay, it's it's a to be polished game. Yes. Yes. Got it. Got it. I keep looking f- i i don't understand why we can't have the gameplay style of like um what's that one that we played forever and i can't think of it the dc one the division two yeah why we can't have the <laughs> gameplay style of a division or division two in a game world like uh uh wildlands or something like that that to me that's a no-brainer that's just so tight so such a great you know game but well with uh with breakpoint they they definitely do try to add Division-like elements into um, Wildland. They fail miserably. <laughs> they just fail miserably. It's, it's, it's not a good game. I, if I didn't already own it, I would not own it for at least six months. Got it. Got it. So uh, anything else that you played? Because I got a whole mess that I've played, but I can talk about them. Oh, well, that's good. That I can talk about, not really. Let's say I beat Control, uh, Wildlands, play WoW now. What level are you in WoW, by the way? Uh, 45. I just did 45 last night. Yeah, congratulations. Pretty good. I, I Honestly, I spend more time just walking around exploring the old areas. Yep. That, you know, I mean, when we started WoW, it was the Burning Crusade, wasn't it? Yeah, we had just gotten over to Outland. Yep. Yeah, because we started after everyone else had already gotten it and that was just like ah and, but so so we didn't start at the very beginning this is like the very beginning shit shit i haven't seen or haven't seen in i forget what uh, 10, forever 15 years yep. Yep. so a lot of it's like going back and i'm looking at it like wow this is amazing I, I i remember vaguely going over here isn't it in that to me it's it's just a lot of fun so i like running around in that still playing the horde of course yeah <laughs> all right okay it kind of makes me wish I didn't have the attention span of a gnat, but apparently I do. Uh, no, seriously, the, I I know it's one of those things I'd load up and be like, yeah, no, dude, I'm completely going to back you up on this. I'm going to just run around with you, no problem. In like 20 minutes, and be like, dude, I'm so friggin' bored. I'm 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 gone. Exactly. Yeah, so, I know, I I know. So, but I just wish because because of, of that that nostalgia. Uh, yeah, I walk into Owen's room and I look over his shoulder and I'm like, oh yeah, Booty Bay, I remember that place. Yeah. I'm but, just so- uh, other, other than that, I haven't really been playing anything. What have you been playing? Well, first, uh, before I get into it, I'm going to ask Ken, have you been playing anything in particular uh, game-wise or, or video game-wise? Or have you been, what have you been up to? Uh, mostly meat space and TV, but I did pick uh, Battletech back up and I'm trying to slowly grind through the campaign since they uh, they did some patches and I fixed some issues I had. So, Is this the 2015-2016 Battletech? Yeah, or? yeah, the Battletech is basically the uh, the tabletop game. Oh, right, 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 yeah. right, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the patches have resolved your issues with Yeah, them? they they fix some issues and some gameplay challenge uh game balance challenges and all that kind of good stuff, so fantastic. And uh would you suggest to our listeners to pick it up and if so why? Yes, if you like turn-based strategy, especially if you like BattleTech. It's uh it's changed. It's not the whole, you know, honest tabletop experience, but it is enough. It it's mostly there. Um and I also I like the the uh, the older era where stuff is all broken and stuff, and that's more the feel of the uh, the game. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, okay, then I'll talk about what I picked up. I pick, uh, I've started playing a game called Crosscode. It is 
an amazing little game. Uh, it is basically the idea is it's a single player MMO. It's an RPG. It's a role playing game that the conceit is, is that you're a player inside an MMO. So all the NPCs are either NPCs of the MMO or are other players in the MMO, but there is no real MMO. It's a single player game. So it's Goat Simulator? And it's not, no, it's not. No, it's not Goat Simulator. It's it's really interesting. You're, you're playing a character try, that uh, is trying to figure out their memories by playing the MMO. And the MMO is like a super modern style. You know, you play in these avatars on a futuristic planet and they have, you know, I, I'm not sure how exactly how it works. It is really good. You you know you're playing with AI. You know, you know your, your support people have story beats and everything like that. But you actually, it's written to the point where you're kind of really into the story that's slowly unraveling uh, uh, as you play the game. As you're figuring out your memories, your NPC co-people who are, you know, supposedly MMO players as well, you know, their stories are coming out too. And it's it's really, really good. So CrossCode is the name of it. I also played uh, Quest Hunter and Children of Morta, but neither of those really, again, were anything more than just time fillers. I, you know, Children of Morta was was a, is a boring roguelite, rogue being, you know, randomized dungeons. Kind of think Diablo with more of a, uh, more of a, I, I don't really suggest it. It's not bad, but it's not great. Um, and I can't tell you what Quest Hunter is about because I can't remember. Um, <laughs> it was that, that good, huh? Yeah, I'm staring at the, the icon on my desktop and I'm like, <laughs> what? What is that game? I have no idea. And then now Steam recently updated itself. So like the, and I'm on the, the Steam beta thing. So my library looks completely different. And there's games in there that I'm like, I don't think I own this game. Why? Why is this game showing up here? So you know, and I and some of them are like Warframe and stuff like that, which is free to play, and I'm not sure why that's there. So, but anyway, Warframe is actually a really good yeah. game. I yes, yes, I hear it is an excellent game. Um, but Defiance, I don't know why I have Defiance and uh, Doctor Langeskov, the Tiger, the and the terribly cursed Emerald. I don't know why. There's I have only to... one game that needs to be in your library. Let's be honest. There's only uh, one. Uh, that has already been categorized. That has been categorized into games I don't play. <laughs> now, got to be honest with you. The PlayStation really has trouble handling the graphics on control. So Really? Oh, yeah. Even I the was, Pro has issues. I was playing at, uh, what, 1440p, uh -huh. getting 90 frames a second. Uh -huh. Solid the whole time I was playing. Uh -huh, uh -huh. If I had played it on PC, I would have had much better. Uh, it would have looked a lot better. But I played it on the PS4 because... You know, I could put it on the big screen. I can put my anyway. That's neither here nor yeah, there. Yeah, I could do it too. I could do it too. But <sighs> peasants. Oh, listen here, PC <laughs> master race. So, uh, well, you know what? Let's let's bring it into our first intermission break, and then we'll get into uh, today's actual topic, which probably won't be much different than what we've been talking about here. Uh, pretty pr pretty similar, actually. They're related. Yes, they are. Hey everyone, Ken here, your Dungeon Master, your best friend. Wait, I'm not a Dungeon Master, and that's someone else's thing. You can find us online at lunchcrew.org. You can connect with our social media, comment, join our Discord, and tell us we're a bunch of idiots. 
or not, agree with us. That's fine too. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, today we're going to talk about gaming collections and you. Uh, just what makes you buy those games you probably will never play. It's This is a subset of our first uh, real big uh, topic, which was gaming attention deficit disorder. And uh, Ken wants to revisit that a little bit. And I said, let's add a little flair to it and tie it into our um, habit of buying things we just honestly will never play. Yeah, well, when we did uh, Attention Gaming De- Deficit Disorder starring Brandon, um, <clears throat> we were like, we should revisit this at some point, and we never really did, so this is us revisiting it now. But yeah, it, it ties into gaming collection stuff, so. Okay, yeah, we're revisiting the Attention Deficit Gaming Disorder, or Gaming at GAD, Gaming G-A-D-D, uh, which we said, hey, we're going to revisit, and we're tying it into the gaming collections because... Uh, uh, just because, because I think it's a great um, side topic to the idea that we do flutter around. And we talked about it a little bit beforehand um, with me and a game like an MMO. Um, so, yeah. What, what are your thoughts uh, returning to this, Brandon? My thoughts about uh, gaming attention deficit disorder are pretty consistent. They are actually not consistent. Um, I have actually evolved. They're consistently because, inconsistent? Yes, consistently inconsistent. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> Because I noticed that uh, as much as I complain about it, um, I've got it bad, just like anyone else. And when we were discussing MMOs with uh, uh, how I'm playing uh, World of Warcraft, World of Warcraft Classic, and how Patrick would like to, you know, bounce around the world while I go and farm an area for an hour. At the same time, I might be farming for an hour, but I'm, I'm also on my cell phone looking for something or in another tab or window doing something else. So I also have it, or I'll just stop playing a game midstream and never touch it again. Kind of like Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you're, you're multitasking while you're really doing uh, yes. it then. So. Well, 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 yeah. I mean, we all have it to some degree or another. I mean, you know, there are games that we love and we'll never touch again. And there are games that we desperately hate and yet we can't stop playing them. Uh, everybody has that, you know. Uh, uh, phones and i don't know something like pokemon go or candy crush or something like that i mean we we everybody has a little bit of this g-a-d-d in them so yeah but uh let me ask uh i think we've talked about this before on on another episode but uh, just how many games do you own on, own on steam i have 224 games on steam well i i can tell you i have over 200 games in my uncategorized category i have 503 jesus Across all game launchers, how many do you have? That's an interesting one. I we'll know. take we'll take ballpark. Ballpark will work. Let's see. I own everything that Ubisoft ever created, except <laughs> no Far Cry that. Five. Except for, no Far Cry New Dawn. That's right, New Dawn. That's right. That's right. And Assassin's Creed. You're not in Assassin's. No, Creed. I actually own Assassin's Creed. I own. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, seven Assassin's Creed games, and I've never. I've only played Odyssey. I played Odyssey for 22 minutes. Wow. What pisses me off about it is this is a 60 fucking gig download, and I only played for 22 fucking minutes. I was like, oh, this game is terrible. I'd never do it again. You spent longer downloading it than you did playing it? Yeah, exactly. So, okay, uh, Ken, I hesitate to ask because I don't think the number is much higher than what we already have, but 
How many do you have outside of Steam? Oh, outside of Steam? Yeah. I don't know, maybe a dozen. Okay. Yeah, that's probably... Well, no, that's not true, because I just picked up all the Batman games, so... <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So, we're, we're talking about the fact that the three of us, and, and I'm pretty sure our friends as well, have a large amount of games. Have you ever found yourself sitting there going, man, I have nothing to play? All the oh, time. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and... and Part of the reason why I wanted to kind of talk about this too is uh, I know uh, people like Dustin, who we had on last season, but it was probably only like three weeks ago. I don't know, whenever it was. And uh, <laughs> well, I went back and listened to them all. So, like, my time frame is all messed up now. And I got another friend who has like over, you know, 870 just on Steam. But, uh, you know, anytime there's a humble bundle or something like that, they pick it up, whether or not they already have it, whether or not they're only interested in like one game in the 10. Now, Humble Bundle is basically a pay for what you want to get a series of games. Now, right. if you and pay it goes more, to charity and stuff, so yeah, it, yeah. And if you pay more, more games get unlocked for you. It's it's actually kind of a cool way, and it's a great way to pick up uh, games that you might never have picked up before, especially if you have a collection problem. Yeah, and if they're they're usually indie or older games, very rarely will you get like a modern release AAA game. But but yeah, if there's you know, hey, that game came out a while back, I want to pick it up and play it. And, you know, you could donate some money to charity at the same time. It, it, it's, a, it's a pretty good way of doing it. But yeah. Okay. So, lots, lots, so lots of people. Nah, go ahead, man. Well, I was just going to say, so why is it we could stare at our libraries and see hundreds of games and go, I don't want to play any of those. Uh, can I can I quote a Pink Floyd lyric? Sure. 99 channels of shit on the TV and nothing to choose from. I mean, it's the same thing. I thought that was a Bruce Springsteen. 57 channels and nothing on. Anyway, it's from the wall. Um. You might also have a song. It doesn't matter. It's the whole point of uh, you're kind of paralyzed by choice or nothing is really grabbing you. I said, what's the frequency, Kenneth? 1.21 gigawatts. Ah, gigahertz. Gigahertz. Serious shit. Yeah. So that's, I mean, I I got, I got like a (laughs) crap ton of games I have installed. And I, you know, going back to the Steam categories, I have a category called to play. These are games that I should sit down and I should play at some point. But uh, that's a pretty long category. How about this? There's a game that I purchased like the day I the day I renewed my WoW subscription. I bought a game and I've yet to even install it. So I have to do that. Like I'm remembering this right now. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to sit here and install this game that I'm probably never going to play. I, I am uh, still waiting to sit down and you know go out and get a VR adapter for it because I have a an HTC Vive so I can finally play. Mirror's Edge. Mirror's Edge. Ah, yeah. Yeah, I have that too. Yeah. Though, I gotta be honest, I did play it. Well, yeah, it was supposed to be a really good game, and I was actually kind of interested in playing it, even though it's Electronic Arts or whatever, but, I mean, it's 10 years old now, but I'm gonna play it one day, goddammit. One of these days, I'll get around to it. Yep. But I got got a lot of games like that, (laughs) so... So wait, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Let's go back to that category name. Is it truly that long or is it just games I need to play? No, it, no it's a category called to play. Just to play. Come on, I'm, I'll keep it short and concise. Mm-hmm. And it only has okay. 43 titles in it right now because at some point I got released. Like I keep adding games to that. And so maybe I should just play them instead of sitting around and categorizing them. So so are you telling, no, categorizing makes you feel like you're actually doing it something. It's, it's, that's totally true. It's like, it's like George Carlin in Leftovers, you know. I, uh, yeah, you, know, you feel smart because you're saving food, and then six months down the you're road, like, you throw it away. You feel smart because you're saving your life. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, 
I, I don't know why. I do not know why I I feel the need to purchase games that I probably will never play. And and I can keep myself from buying games I don't want if I'm in the store. Yeah, that's really easy. Yeah, that's in the store. Yeah, in the store. I, I people sometimes Brandon, I know this is hard to understand, but sometimes <laughs> people actually leave their house and go to a place called a brick and mortar store where they can actually touch the things before buying them. Now, the downside to this is that you have to deal with other people. Yeah, I'm not going to Well, do and, that. and yeah, see, now right. the downside is you buy that disc and you install the game. I can't believe they even come, come on discs anymore. But really, all they that don't. does is just uh, allow you to download it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you it's just, just, you just open key. it. <laughs> it's just a Steam key when you open it up. Um, now, that's the thing. Okay, now, see, I remember the days like when you bought Civ or Civ 2 or Civ 3, and it was like a 15-pound game box. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I still, I still have my uh, yep. Sid Meier's Alpha Centauri instruction <laughs> manual because for for two reasons. Uh-huh, uh-huh. One because of the nostalgia factor, and that's all good. But the other one is there's an it's an actual book, right? It's home defense. So if someone breaks in, you could beat the shit out of them no, with your no. book. It's an actual. It's like a novel. It's a book. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's a story there, and it's a really good one. <laughs> Oh, it's a story. See, now, because Civ 3 came with a book that you needed to have uh, 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 at least a master's degree in um, history or or, or civil uh, uh, polyscience to actually understand. Yeah, well, those were the days. And, and, and it really wasn't that long ago that you would actually get stuff. Now, now you can buy like collector's editions that come with extra things, but it used to be standard when you bought it. And so that would be really hard for me to turn down. Uh, in fact, Ken just sent me something in the mail that made me very, very happy um, because I love Fallout and Fallout knickknacks. And he had some knickknacks that he wasn't really using much, I guess. Well, uh, how so how would you me. use a bobblehead? I mean, I could mount it on my dashboard in my car, but you know what would happen during the summer? It would just turn into a pile of plastic. Well, yeah. Well, it technically is a pile well, of plastic. It would become no, a, no, a I, more it, uh, blobular. <laughs> it is a little warm in Florida. Now, the so no. It, do you when you buy a game? I know the answer for Ken because he'd never have any time whatsoever. But I'm 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 going to let you answer it anyway. Do you play every game you buy? Oh, hell no. <laughs> There's not enough time in the day to to play every game that you you buy. I mean, or I'm sorry. Do, do you? I know Brandon. You don't buy games. Yeah. Do I? I want to say yes, but I'm staring at a couple of games in my list that I'm like, yeah, no, no. I have the intention of playing any game that I purchase. Any game that I spend money on, I want to play <laughs> at that moment. Well, <laughs> but that moment is very, very fleeting. So if, like, like, like I said, the day I was like, you know what, I'm also going to get WoW and this. So what is the other game? Got to ask. Between the Stars. Okay. Between the Stars. It's a, it's an indie game on Steam. Kind of like a... Well, I want to say, looking at it, it looks like a uh, space truck game. Yeah, is that the one that was uh, a lot of people liked because they said it was a lot like Privateer or something like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You have not played that yet. No, I have not. Like I said, I bought it the same day I got the WoW subscription. So it it was a, you know, which one is going to download first? And I already had WoW installed from ages ago, so. Now that said, I don't play a lot of the games i end up buying but yeah like brandon i generally intend on playing them when i buy them with a couple exceptions like a long time ago the XCOM pack went on sale and i 
Never intended to play like XCOM Enforcer because that game was just garbage. But it came with like XCOM UFO Defense and XCOM Terror from the Deep. Yeah, so yeah, I, I got the, the same bundle one too. Yeah. was worth it. I have played that game, by the way. But yeah. see, the question is, is the bundle worth it if you're never going to touch it? Oh, at the time, games? yeah, it was like five bucks or something like that. I was like, I, I'll totally go and yeah, play XCOM UFO then. Defense, man, you know? Well, yeah, you'll play XCOM UFO Defense, and that, that might be worth the $5, but the other stuff that comes with it, not necessarily worth right, anything exactly. for you. But he would be willing to pay $5 just for XCOM UFO Defense. And I did. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. That makes sense. That makes sense. I, I'm looking through this list here, and honestly, the only game that I have that I have no intentions of ever playing is Blood and Bacon. No, I'm kidding. Is <laughs> is a, I have a very small, I'm not even sure how some of these came up. Oh, no, some of them are gifts. Yeah, yeah. some of them are gifts. Mm-hmm. Some of them were like, hey, someone said, hey, I've got a spare key for this. And I'm like, sure, I'll take it. And I'll put the key in. I'll be like, oh, oh, I've made a terrible mistake. Some, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, you talked about it earlier uh, before pre-show. Yeah. Uh, 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 Secrets of the that, Magic the one Crystal? That, uh, Jake. Yeah. Yes. You know, the hilarious yes. part was I actually gave that an honest to Elvis college try when I got that game. I'm like, all right, let's let's sit down and we'll play the game. And maybe there's something to it. Ponies. If you like ponies, you'll like that game. It's not a game for me. So this is the interesting thing. You know, this is it, this is a subset of the uh, the GADD um, in the fact of that we have hyper focused on a video game at a specific time. And we thought, hey, we're going to we're going to get that game. We're, we're going to play that game. Yeah. And it sits collecting dust. Now, let me ask you something, guys. Is We talked a little bit about the concept of the physical copies versus the digital copies. And the big difference between those two things is the fact that it's license-based versus physical media-based. I, I, um, I don't think that really... I don't think there's any difference in today's market. But the, it doesn't really matter. The only thing... I mean, because... I mean, we'll say, I'll say it this way. You know, Discord, which is a communications app that we use, uh, had a... Um, game launcher for i think what 19 days oh they really they discontinued it oh yeah hard yeah well they didn't have the money to 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 stay in and fight uh with epic and and steam so you know i what happens to games and now and this is actually this is actually a very i'm kind of out of left field here but we've had games uh where it had licensed music in them and the license expired. And so they get pulled from uh, uh, collections and whatnot. The the business slash game developer part of me is like, why did they get a non-perpetual license? But maybe it's like big name artists or something like that. So sure. Yeah. Possible that that wasn't even in the argument or even something they considered. Yeah, we'll sell a million copies of it. We only care about the first three years anyway. So yeah, there's no guarantee that people 10 years from now are actually going to give a shit about this game, you know? Yeah, I, I know. I, and I don't know for certain because I haven't. This is coming out of, you know, it's not even on the script here. I, you know, did these games get pulled from my personal collection or did they get pulled from sale? They usually only get pulled from yeah, sale. Yeah, I, I have games okay. like uh, Space Base DF9, which was Double Fine's big fiasco that I don't think you can buy anymore. They kind of stopped early access on it. So you can't buy it. But I, it's still in my library. I think I could still install it. Uh, there was a really high profile, like a Superman game they did that to. Uh, sorry, not Superman, Spider-Man or something they did that to. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. Um, the whole Sony Marvel thing, I think, yeah, was, was a part of that. Ago, uh, where they stopped. Yeah. Not even a couple of years ago. It was just recent. Uh, Spider-Man delisted. Let's look that up. No, and, and uh, uh, Ken, there was a game that... Uh... It was a strategy game that uh, recently did that. Well, not recently. It was a couple of years ago. 
where the the producer was just like, fuck this, I'm out. There's a whole website called delistedgames.com. I'm going to, yeah, this is actually fascinating. I'm going to put that in the show notes. That is fascinating. It talks about all the games that have been pulled out and uh, talks about legal, exactly what I was just talking about. Everything, excuse me, talks about how uh, France ruled on Steam ownership and what that's going to mean in the future. Uh, Discord shutting its, oh, no, okay. Discord shutting its down its game offerings on the fifteenth of this, of October. Okay. I can't say this month because you never know when this is going to get published. So that's the fifteenth of October, two thousand nineteen. So, um, yeah, the current catalog contains ninety seven titles, but they should still be available to so anyone who actually anyone bought them. Can keep them. installing them and stuff. Are they going to do a? Because yeah, there was. I, I know we're kind of like drifting away off topic, but there was a launcher many years ago. They discontinued the launcher, but they're their out was like, hey, we'll keep it up for like six months and you can download anything. It'll be DRM free so you can keep it. Guys, what game do you currently have in your queue that you really, 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 really intend to play sometime? Uh, that game I was going to play when I bought WoW. So I, I, I actually <laughs> recently installed Blood and Bake and I really am intending to sit down and play a little bit of it. But let's not even go there. You know what? Actually, uh, two, two games that I kind of recently picked up that I really want to play. And one of them I kind of played a little bit on like PlayStation, I think when it first came out was a uh, odd world, Abe's odyssey. And the other one. Okay. Is, fair um, enough. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, remaster of uh, full throttle. Now, clearly none of these are new games, although not counting the remaster because the remaster is relatively recent, but that's pretty much where I'm at. I mean, I got a bunch of games that I, I started playing a little bit of and I'm like, eh, I'll, I'll get it later. Um, you know, like like God's will be watching. <laughs> I started playing that, and I kind of put it down for whatever reason historically, and just never got back into it. Stuff like that, and a lot of the games, especially recently, are more like open ended, not or, or you know survival craft games or like city building games. So you know, you can play a little bit of that and put it down and feel good about it. So I'm not really tied to story based games that much anymore, with the exception of BattleTech. But I, I currently am slowly working through that one. Okay, what about you? Me, I have. I am so bad that uh, if I buy a game, I immediately install. But you're doing Borderlands right now, right? So what's next? I am doing Borderlands Three right now. Uh, It's playing it. Okay. Uh, The Outer Worlds. Yeah, Yeah, the twenty twenty fourth. Yep. And there's something coming out on the thirty first that also has my attention. I think it's uh, a Switch game. Oh yeah, it is. It's uh, uh, Luigi's Mansion Three. I don't know why, because I've never played two or one, so I really don't know what I'm walking into. But I can't help it, Luigi. And his little pal, Gooigi, um, really kind of has my attention right now. So, But I don't think uh, The Outer Worlds is going to uh, release me anytime soon. I, I just, I'm looking forward to that one. For those of you not aware, it is uh, pre-apocalyptic in space. Is that the space punk, maybe? Grunge punk? Space grunge? I got no idea. Help man. me out here, Ken. Happy to be here. Thanks for your help. Um, Tried the fish. I'd say Fallout. Tip your waitress. Fallout in space. Tried the fish. Tip your waitress. Yeah, please return <laughs> your waitress to her original upright position. That's another George Carlin. Yeah. The. So, yeah, it's basically you, you get flung into space, and then there's corporations in space, in space, and in space. So I'm looking forward to it. It's an RPG shooter in space made by um, the same company that made the excellent fallout new vegas which is the closest three-dimensional version of the original fallout that we've ever seen 
And so people are very excited about that. But I got to be I got to be honest with you. I've tried to keep myself, you know, kind of out of the, the, the loop. I don't want to. Yeah. First, I don't want to hype myself too much. Two, I don't want to be absolutely disappointed um, by hearing other people's takes on it before. Because I am, you know, I'll just be like, oh, it's going to suck. It's going to be horrible if people are like. You know, you know, Brandon's probably been playing it for like four weeks now, but he's under NDA, right? <laughs> he's, I, well, he's suspiciously quiet. So, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm listening. Uh, I've not played it. I want to. Okay. I want to. I've, I've sent the emails to the requisite people to see if I can get a copy. But uh, so, so the answer is no, sir. Yeah. So, I mean, the I know you're in a wow no, hole sir. right now, but what do you got going on, Brandon? Honestly, I haven't really been looking at other games too much. I mean, honestly, I, I'd forgotten that uh, Breakpoint comes out um, in a couple of days. Oh, shit. I was like, oh, shit, that's right. I, I look at Breakpoint. What? Um, the last time we talked about this, I was like, what's Breakpoint? Yeah, let me let me help you out there. What's Breakpoint? Oh, it's a uh, Tom Clancy Ghost Recon. And I, I say it like that, and I really did enjoy the original Ghost uh, Rainbow Six and stuff, but I just can't get anything anymore. Breakpoint is a, uh, a semi-MMO Tom Clancy nonsense game that will never be played by me. I thought it was Wild Point or something like that, or Tom Clancy, World of Tom Clancy Craft. But, um, yeah, I'm not, not really going to be playing anything save WoW, and I'm not going to play, play Breakpoint for uh, at least six months. I think you said that, yeah, six months. I, that part I remember. Um you know, what's interesting is that uh, you were the one that turned me on to control, uh, I think, in our last episode. Uh, Probably. So, yeah. So thank you for that, because, uh, again, control was a great game. If they come out with an expansion sometime soon, I'll play that. Yeah. Well, they, they're talking about there's two free ones coming out, one of which is like a reoccurring like instance type thing. And the other, I think, is more altered. altered. And then there's, uh, I think, two paid ones that are coming out as well. Yeah, I'm kind of excited about it. Um, again, we talked about that previously, which shows our attention is kind of falling away from uh, yeah. gaming ADD. So, um, okay, let's talk real quick about tabletop gaming. Ken, how about how about you? How what anything anything new? No, you still no, uh, still uh, still end up mostly playing with Jeff, and he is more about uh, uh, OSR old school revival, which is kind of more traditional Dungeons and Dragons-y kind of stuff. And, you know, we do we do some other stuff, but nothing. Now, there, there's... I know a lot of people that follow, like, they follow the, the Indiegogos and Kickstarters for all the, like, the new games and stuff like that. I'm just, nah, I'm not that person. I'm I, I um, kind of excited because I got my hands on a copy of Deadlands and a hand, uh, a, I got my hands on a copy of three things. Deadlands, which is um, uh, kind of like yeah. uh, Ghostbusters in the Wild West. Yeah. I got my hands on a new game called Blades in the Dark, like which is, um, no, it, what it is, is you're in a Victorian style cyberpunkish type world uh, with, but you're all, you, you, you play as the start of a criminal syndicate. You start out as a gang and then you build your way up and it's kind of got a, a cross. Is it more of a board game or? No, it's it's a it's a story. It's a pen and paper RPG. the The whole point of it is is that you don't necessarily you play characters in it, but your characters can die. So, like, take the idea of Call of Cthulhu, and then there's generational aspects. Your character could die and become a ghost, or you know, any or becomes an NPC because it, 
you either retire or you go crazy, whatever. It's kind of cool. And, and the storytelling aspect's a little different than than most of the stuff. It's told okay. as a flashback. It's kind of cool. And then one from my childhood, which is an Avalon Hill game, one of the only RPGs that Avalon Hill put out, called Tales from the Floating Vagabond, which is all about cliches. You play a cliche. Indiana Jones or or the Super Spy or big fish big fish stories or something like that a comedy whatever those things are called yeah yeah it's yeah like like one of the perks you can have is your own theme song constantly plays you know you get yeah so i mean those are things that i got will i ever play them no probably not but they're really cool to have uh for pen and paper stuff i i changed my table my gaming table so it uh it is a different setup i think i actually mentioned that last time we, we talked and uh yeah. And oh, and I'm I'm DMing two uh two campaigns and they're on the same world. Are they but uh, in different, different time periods? Uh, we're we are so far off topic, but I'm really interested in this because I've always been fascinated by that. Uh well, if it's in different time periods, that probably really matters so much. Are they different players and are they playing it does uh, in the same space, sort of without knowing that there's another player party? Okay. They are the two parties have some similar players. Okay, they the one one player. <laughs> I set it up so one player is the reason why their future player is on the run, and they're on the run from the one player. Do you understand? Okay, you got the 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 player is playing character A and character B. Character B was first and is in the in the quote unquote future. And their family has been hunted for generations. Character A is in the past and has just been tasked with hunting down character B's family for a very good reason. I love doing that to characters because now this character has to basically hunt themselves and has to figure out why and all these different things. It's, it's kind of a, it's, it's kind of a, a little bit of a mind screw and I'm quite proud of it. So yeah, so yeah, that's that's that. That's what's that's what's going on on the the pen and paper front for me, uh, Brandon. I am assuming no pen and paper stuff for you, right? No, no. How, how about board games? How about uh, Subaru? No. Um, yeah, I really? got a uh, new ceramic nice. coating for my car. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. A new ceramic coating. Let's talk about this because if you don't know, Subarus have really bad factory paint so what is this yes they do but what ceramic coating it's it's basically something that sits on on or on top of the paint uh, that you can wax wax off so oh you waxed it on no 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 no. it's a sort the it's the coating before like you put on this the ceramic coating goes on between the clear coat and the wax (laughs) so it's an extra layer so how much did that run you about 250 oh that's not bad for the whole car did you tape it or did they tape it? Was it like a Mako special or what? No, it wasn't a Mako special. Um, I had to do almost all of the prep work in order to get the price down that low. <laughs> well, guys, I think I think we have run far in a field uh, talking about uh, this. This was real nice to come back to this. I, I really enjoyed this laid back way of talking. So uh, <laughs> be another month or three Hopefully before not. we record another one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah everybody thank you for joining us again for season two episode one a more relaxed feel if you have any comments concerns uh please feel free to get a hold of us let us know about it or join us on our discord server uh the information is on our new website well sorry not new Our yes same website shorter name less content no wait that's 
Same at the, <laughs> for suspiciously long, long amount of time, uh, which is www.lunchcrew.org. That's lunchcrew.org. All right, guys. Uh, you have anything you want to finish up with? Yep. Great to be back. Yeah. Do it now. Yep. 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 Thanks for listening. To I don't us. know what you're doing, but you know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm trying to wrap it up. We're, you know, get to the outro. Yeah. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Yes. Hey, thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. Uh, this has been the Lunch Crew Gaming Podcast. Fish in